Eyes Wide Shut People wish Alice and Bill Harford Happy Christmas as they dance together at a lavish Christmas party. They both agree that they don't know anyone there, although they're always invited. Bill then recognises the piano player, Nick Nightingale. They were roommates ten years ago at medical school, until Nick dropped out. Nick says Bill should stop by to see him play in the village if he can. Alice is at the bar intoxicated. A Hungarian man starts hitting on her. He's very sure of himself. As the two of them dance, he promises her a very good time. Meanwhile, Bill's arm in arm with two young English women. They tell Bill they're going to where the rainbow ends. Ziegler wants a word. There's a naked woman passed out. Victor says she's taken heroin, cocaine and a couple of drinks. Her name's Mandy. Bill gets her to move her head and open her eyes. He tells her she's very lucky and that she needs rehab. Victor swears Bill to secrecy over this. Bill and Alice embrace passionately. As Bill sees patience, Alice watches over their daughter, Helena. Both parents help Helena with her reading. Afterwards, the two parents smoke a joint. When high, Alice asks Bill if he had sex with the two girls he was with at the party. He says they were models. He had to go because Victor wanted him. Bill asks about the Hungarian. She says he wanted to go upstairs to have sex. When Bill can understand, she takes offence. Alice says he thinks the only reason people want to talk to her is because they want to have sex with her. Bill says it was different with the models because he loves his wife. Alice then wonders if the good doctor is ever tempted by women naked in his surgery. Bill says that sex is the last thing on his mind when he's with a patient. He thinks she's trying to make him jealous, but he's not that type. She says he's very sure of himself. He says he's sure of her, and she laughs, soon convulsing on the floor. She brings up last summer at Cape Cod. A young naval officer was at a nearby table with two others. The waiter brought him a note, and he left. She first saw him that morning in the lobby. He'd only glanced at Alice, but she could hardly move. All the time with Helena and Bill, Alice was thinking of that officer. For just one night with him, she was ready to give up her whole future. Alice was relieved when he left. Bill walks the nighttime city streets. A prostitute approaches him. She takes him into her building. When she asks what he wants to do, he doesn't know. She says she'll think of something, and they settle on $150. When Alice calls, Bill pretends he's with a patient. Alice says she's going to bed. They hang up, and Bill says he must leave Domino, but pays her in full for her time. Bill then goes to where Nick's playing at the Sonata Café. He talks with Nick once he's finished performing. 
Nick says he has another gig that night, starting at around two, but he doesn't know where. It's always in a different place, and he's told about an hour before it starts. He plays blindfolded. The mask slipped once, and he saw orgies. Nick takes a call and jots down the word Fidelio. When Bill asks, Nick says it's tonight's password. Bill pressures Nick for the address. When Nick says the partygoers are always costumed and masked, Bill takes a cab to Rainbow Fashions. He's looking for an old patient of his, Peter Grenning. An old scruffy man comes to the door. He says Peter Grenning moved to Chicago over a year ago. Bill then displays his New York State medical board card. Bill needs a costume. He'll pay full price, plus an extra hundred. They settle on two hundred dollars over the rental price. Milich lets him in. Bill needs a tux, a black cloak with a hood, and a mask. Then Milich finds two men in their underwear with his teenage daughter and threatens to call the police. He locks both men in the room. Bill arrives at the country mansion. He gets his cabbie to wait for him, leaving his things in the back. He gives the password Fidelio to men at the front gate and is driven up to the house. Once inside, someone takes his coat. Bill puts on his face mask, white with gold decoration. There's a circle of black hooded figures on a big red carpet in a dimly lit hall, with ominous low chanting. A figure in red swings an incense ball on a chain. In his other hand, he has a staff. He bows very low, and those in the circle surrounding him kneel and pray to him. Nick is playing blindfolded at the piano. The figure stamps his staff and those in the circle remove their clothes. They're all attractive women, now wearing only masks. Everyone watching in the hall is masked, and the women pass a kiss around the circle. A superior-looking figure looks down at Bill from a balcony and nods. Bill nods back. The figure in red stamps his staff at each woman. They then stand and walk to somebody in the audience. One selects Bill and takes him by the hand. She warns him he's in danger. Another figure then separates the naked woman from Bill. He walks through vast, ornate rooms where there are orgies underway. Naked women are performing sex acts and there are an equal number of masked voyeurs, some also naked. The superior-looking figure notices Bill and sends someone over who suggests they go somewhere private. Then the first concubine returns. She insists that Bill leave while he's still able to. She says that if he doesn't leave, they could both be killed. Soon, Bill finds himself focal point of the entire collection of masked people. The figure in red from the circle earlier now is seated with a figure in blue either side of him within a semicircle of others. Bill's invited to come forward. 
He approaches the figure in red and the circle closes behind Bill. He's asked for the password and he repeats Fidelio. He's then asked the password for the house. Bill says he's forgotten. He's asked to remove his mask and clothes unless he'd like the group to do it for him. Suddenly, a naked concubine in a mask shouts stop, prompting fevered mutterings from those assembled. She says she's ready to redeem him, to more muttering. But Bill's free to go. Bill's warned not to make inquiries or talk about any of what he's seen. There could be dire consequences. Bill asks what will happen to the concubine who redeemed him. He's told that a promise made here is final. Bill watches his sleeping daughter. He wakes Alice, who he thought was having a nightmare. She says she was dreaming weird things. They were in a deserted city and their clothes were gone. She was terrified and ashamed. She was angry because she thought it was Bill's fault. When he went, it was different. She then felt wonderful. She was lying in a beautiful garden. She was stretched out naked in the sun. A man walked out of the woods, the officer from the hotel. He stared at her and laughed. Alice says she doesn't want to go on, but Bill insists. The officer was kissing her. Then they were having sex. Hundreds of people appeared around them. Everyone was having sex. Then she was having sex with other men. So many she lost count. She knew Bill was watching and she wanted to laugh in his face. She laughed as loud as she could. At that moment, he woke her up. Next day, Bill returns to a locked Sonata cafe. He goes to the cafe next door and asks about Nick. He lies, saying he has important test results for Nick. Bill finds Nick's hotel, but he checked out at five o'clock that morning. Concierge says Nick was escorted by two heavy-set, well-dressed men. Nick had a bruise on his cheek and he looked scared. Nick tried to pass an envelope to Concierge, but this was noticed and confiscated. They said any further correspondence for Nick would be collected later. Concierge doesn't know where they took Nick. Bill returns to Rainbow Fashions to return his costume. Everything except the mask is there. They add it to the bill. Milich introduces his daughter. Then the two men from the previous night are bidden a fond farewell. This strikes Bill as strange. Milich says if he needs anything at all, he hugs his daughter. It needn't be a costume. Bill drives out to the mansion where the party was thrown. Car pulls up to the inside of the gates and Bill's passed an envelope. It's addressed to Dr. William Harford and he opens it. It tells him to stop his inquiries and that this is his second warning. Bill drives home. Everything seems very normal as he greets his wife and daughter but he tells Alice he has to go out again later. He still thinks about the dream Alice told him. 
Bill visits the prostitute Domino at her building, but she's not there. Her flirtatious flatmate invites him in. She says Domino mentioned how kind he was to her the previous night. Domino has just tested positive for HIV. Bill commiserates and leaves. Bill walks the streets, suspecting he's being followed. He tries to catch a cab to escape. He then goes into a bar and orders a cappuccino. He reads about a recently deceased ex-beauty queen in a hotel drugs overdose. Bill goes to the hospital as a doctor and asks to see Amanda Curran, a patient of his. He's told she died that afternoon at 3.45. Bill goes to the morgue to look at the body. He thinks she could be the girl who redeemed him at the orgy. Victor Ziegler calls, wanting to talk to Bill. Victor says he knows what happened last night and knows Bill's activities since then. Victor says he was at the masked ball and he couldn't believe Bill's audacity. When Victor remembered Bill chatting with Nick at his Christmas party earlier, everything else fell into place. Victor says that he's had Bill followed. Those two heavyset men put Nick on a plane back home to Seattle and a bruise on Nick's face is a lot less than he deserved. Victor also says he knows about the woman there who tried to warn Bill. Victor then says the threats, the warnings, the interventions, all of Bill's interactions that night were staged. Victor says they did this to ensure he'd stay quiet about what he'd seen. Victor tells Bill the girl in the morgue was the woman at the party. Victor says she was always at those parties. When she left, she was fine. She was a junkie who OD'd. Nothing more to it. Alice has found Bill's mask and is sleeping next to it when he gets home. He creeps about silently. He finds Alice asleep with the mask and starts to sob. She wakes and comforts him. He tells her everything. By morning, Alice is steely-eyed, smoking cigarettes. She says Helena will be up soon, ready for Christmas shopping. Bill asks what she thinks they should do. She says at least they're still alive, and that they're still together. She protests when Bill promises to love her forever. The word forever frightens her. But she does love him and suggests there's one thing they must do as soon as possible. When Bill wonders what, Alice says they should make love. Starring Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, Todd Field, rated 18, directed by Stanley Kubrick, Released in the UK, 1999. Runtime, 2 hours, 39 minutes.